Today is November 26th, and we've got a lot to talk about. Ellsbury's gone. Bird is gone. Nestor's gone. Cole rumors are still swirling. Andujar, is he on the block? Let's talk about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, our fine friends? We are coming to you from all over the country. I am back in the old stomping grounds, Northern California, Pleasanton, in the office where Talking Yanks was birthed. It's pretty wild. And Jake, he's coming to you from TGK. Someone on YouTube commented that it's pronounced TGK, not Tega. Tega. I get Tega. Um I but know. I always get things wrong. I was gonna ask you, man, you're uh you're back. Is that like I, I don't know, is that the equivalent to to like being back at Single A Tampa and looking around like you're on a rehab trip, like, oh wow, this is uh I remember this. I didn't do that. I just did it as I said that. I made that realization. Like, oh, yeah, this is where when it was just a part-time hobby. This is where I did it all. But, no, the room's kind of, like, much different. Um, so it, I didn't have that moment. I'm trying to – I feel like I'm trying to force it right now. Yeah, you totally it, are. Yeah, and I just have to You kind got of like, way too neck-turny. Yeah, I'm trying to look around and, like, search for memories, and it's like, nah. Like, you – you looked like a little kid actor for a second that they were like, all right, kid, so you need to walk into this room and look around like amazed. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm definitely trying to force it. So, no, I didn't have that moment. Okay. I kind of wish I did now. I feel like I, I didn't, you know, I'm a sentimental fuck, so, like, I can take things in. It didn't happen for me. How about you? The first time you, uh, the first time you saw a bare bottom of a bear was in uh, Tika K. Are you having memories I w- of that? I was gonna make the comparison to like I'm I'm somewhere that I'm 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 semi comfortable. I was gonna compare it to like Greg Bird playing in the Dominican League, like a little out of place. Yeah. Um, but there's baseball going on and like I can figure it out. Um Greg Bird, a guy we're gonna talk about a little bit, uh friend of the family, former Yankee now. Um well actually he's technically still a Yankee, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like they can they still have a couple days to trade them like they did with Nasty Nestor or whatever. Well, give away the but, whole uh, episode. You're just giving away the okay, whole Okay, and there goes the whole episode. And Jim, I I never do this. Hey, we're both having rough hair days. I got, I'm going to get a haircut as soon as we end this show. Yours? That's, is that true? Yeah, I just told Katie that. Damn. There's this place in town called Cosmos, and it's like 10 bucks for a haircut. It's so, so stupidly cheap. I avoided it for so long because I was like, there's no way that's going to be good. It's like, do you need an appointment? No. There's like 20 chairs. What time are they open till? I don't know. It's only 4.15 over here. Maybe I'll meet you at Cosmos. Yeah. That's, dude, we're, and this is what I was going to say. I wanted to, I wanted to give an apology to the people. I never apologize. 
That's true. Um, and that's one of the perks of someone being constantly wrong. You never have to apologize because it's just like, oh, he's so wrong. Um, but a little apology to everyone. We've 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 seen your requests on the Twitter sphere and everywhere else. We've we've been busy little bees doing some cool stuff. We went to the Easton facility. Um, we've been jonesing to get talking Yanks out to you guys, and now we are. Did you just change our our picture? Yeah, I did. That was cool. It looks so much better. I'm glad you did yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and if, if you guys have been tracking or if you haven't, we, we went to an event at the Easton facility. It was pretty cool. There's a bunch of baseball influencers, ourselves, um, the uh, the Barstool guys, Coach Ball Game, if you haven't heard of them, should. Um, one of those classic, friendly mental patients that you need in your life. Um, but we, uh, we're, we're sorry we haven't been cranking out the TY. We, we've got sucked in, but we're, uh, it's, it's go time, you know? Yeah. LA, LA is a wild place. We had some meetings, more meetings than we would have liked to attend. And, and the nasty secret is Google took away Google Hangouts. So it's really hard to do video chats when we're in two different places. So we apologize to the patrons who don't have the video, but let's talk some Yanks and a special, Shout out to Eddie Ruddy and Jill Blake. Jill Blake, Matt Blake's wife, daughter, mom, I dad. I, I don't know. Those people just followed me on Twitter in the last minute, so I figured I'd give them a shout out. Okay. No idea who they are. They definitely probably aren't going to listen to this. But shout out to cool. Eddie and Jill. And, uh, yeah, while, while we're at the Patreon portion, as you guys know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we're going to be rolling out some stuff. Check it out. So we've missed some news, some fun news. In the last episode we had on, we had our dude Pimpsner on to talk all about the Rule 5 draft and how the Yankees had to get guys on their 40-man. Who are they going to save? There's only so much room. The Yankees, Jake, and anyone who doesn't know, they added a lot of these guys to their 40-man so they're not eligible to be drafted by Rule 5. And in order to do so, they straight up released Jacoby Ellsbury and they designated Greg Bird and Nestor Cortez for assignment, which I, uh, I'm a little surprised by, but I totally get it. And like, even I support it. I'm not upset about it, but it is kind of like the Yankees see fucking Nick Nelson and Miguel Yajor. And Brooks Krisky as bigger assets than Greg Bird and Jacoby Ellsbury, which a lot of you are probably saying, well, yeah, duh, but it's a big, it's their biggish moves. Yeah, there, there's a couple tough mental spins there. I mean, uh, you know, like, like you said, Floriel, Davey Garcia, Luis Hill, Brooks Krisky, Medina, Nick Nelson, Miguel Yajuri. Um, by the way, shout out to Bobby Pimpsner. Um, he was all over it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Brooks Krisky was literally like his bonus piece that he was like, I didn't want to lose that guy. Um, and, and he was all over the other dudes. And then, so, so yeah. And I mean, if you're not familiar with those names, it's okay. Those dudes are young. Uh, hopefully they will have an impact on the Yankees in the coming years. Um, Ellsbury, I think we, we might have to table that for after the break cause that's, that's turned into a whole thing and is something, I don't know, we, we kind of have to go through the timeline there. 
But yeah, man, Greg Bird and Nestor Cortez Jr. Um, you and I uh, are Greg Bird stands, uh, partially due to the swing and partially due to we met him and he was cool. Um, just couldn't be healthy. Um, and it's sad. And I, I mean, I don't know, unless you're a pretty venomous Yankee fan, wherever Greg Bird lands, I think you should root for that dude. Um, yeah, uh, the, the injuries were brutal. Um, and you know what, if you're a Greg Bird hater, I mean, you have a body of work there. The injuries and his recent performance are not good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't, you, you and I (laughs) are, are some of the bigger Greg Bird stands out there, and it's not like we're we're slamming the table like this is an outrage. It's like no, this made a ton of sense. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? It's tough. I hope he gets healthy and gets another shot. And I'm rooting for you, Greg. But uh, who even knows what that is? But this makes sense for the Yankees, and it's kind of shocking. And I hope this is a sign for things to come in this off season. I hope the Yankees are gonna make moves that we didn't think they would. Uh, the Ellsbury conversation we'll do after a break. And then they, they traded Nestor. They found a home for Nestor right away. They have not found a home for Greg yet, but we'll we'll wait and see what happens there. Nestor Cortez Jr. Do you have any, I don't know if it's remorse or any like, what are we doing feelings around the fact that, you know, some of these guys, a couple, like, out of Florial, Davey Garcia, Hill, Krisky, Medina, Nelson, Yajuri, I mean, like, at least two of those guys aren't going to be major leaguers. Like, that's just doing prospect math, if not more. Um, two of them probably won't be on in the Yankees organization by the end of the winter. By the end of winter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, is there any part of you that looks at and you're like when we were watching Nestor Cortez, we said, "A, this is the most smoke and mirrors that we've seen, and that's obvious." But B, is there anything that's like we? I how, okay, I'm gonna bring up the stats. How many innings do you think Nestor Cortez Jr. pitched for the Yankees this year? Uh, how many did he pitch? Yeah, sixty. I was going to guess higher. Um, yeah, 66. Um, I don't know. Is, is there a part of you that's like, did we really throw Nestor Cortez for 66 innings? And how many games did he pitch in? 33 games when he's not a guy that we even want to keep on the 40, man? Well, I mean, we had nothing really to going on during the season. It was like Nestor yeah. and nobody. So I'm happy. Nestor gave us what he gave us. Um he he patched together a starting role, him and Chad, for a little bit. And then eventually, I think on Sharp Stats, we came back from it. And we're like, wait, Chad was kind of carrying Nestor, <laughs> not the other way around. What do you think Nestor's ERA landed at? Four, five, six. Five, six, seven. Dude. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't that good. We were all excited because no. it's, like you said, the most smoke and mirrors you'll ever see a major league player have. If, Definition if, of smoke and mirrors. If Nestor can do the haka while on the mound and slip in a pitch yeah. in the middle of it, he will. And that might be coming up in Seattle. He had <laughs> more than a strikeout per inning. I mean, again, another guy I'm going to root for blindly. Oh, yeah. the high, What's his name? The Hylia Kid? The Hylia Kid, man. He's still, he's 24. Turns 25 December 10th. Happy birthday coming up. 
So we we traded him to Seattle Mariners, who just fucking love doing trades, man. And love they, trading. They gave the Yankees their international signing bonus money, and the Yankees fucking love international. Didn't we do the same trade with Adam Warren? Didn't we do the same exact trade with Adam Warren in 2018? I think so. Something like that, yeah. International signing bonus money for Adam Warren. We just got international signing bonus so if we have a, a middling reliever, <laughs> we can just always change him in. It's like a cash exchange in Seattle Bank. Hey, we've got this dude. He's uh, He can come out of the bullpen and be kind of a Swiss Army knife. Not good enough to be a starter. Not good enough to be a setup guy. You guys want him? Yeah, what do you want? We'll take some international sign- signing bonus money. Okay, well, thanks for coming to the cash of Seattle, the cash bank of Seattle. Yeah, he might, you know, he he might give you one good inning. He's it's going to be a struggle to give you two good innings and no way he's going to give you three, but yeah, the, enjoy him. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I I almost went into a big Seattle rip there. I mean, this international bonus money is like becoming part of the lifeblood of teams and you're trading some of it away for Nestor Cortez? Yeah. Well, None of the Dominican players want to go play in Seattle. It's too rainy and cold. Yeah, that's true. I know that was one of my bigger things. I know, yeah. You were like, I will I you had such an exclusive list of who you would and wouldn't play for. Yeah. It was bonkers considering no one was asking or offering. Yeah, it was all the teams were shocked. They're like, Oh, we don't care. Yeah. Oh. I've got you on my no trade list, Seattle. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I think we both I, caught some scouts' eyes at the Easton event, though. Yeah, the Easton event. I made a pick. It was really just protecting my nuts. And I made a pick, and I saw the live footage, and there was some humming. Or Chris Rosa. Oh, that was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so. So. I was sitting in a lawn chair, and the ball was smoked coming for a private. Did we both have our most athletic plays over a two-day baseball event while sitting in beach chairs? It depends if you consider solving puzzles and donating money to charity. Well, athletic. we don't. <laughs> we don't. You don't consider that athletic? We don't. Because then, yes, my most athletic moment came from sitting in the beach chair. No, it was when okay. I, I in, in the coach ball game video, when I picked that ball you spiked at me. Yeah, that wasn't even that athletic, though. That was more religious. Yeah, it was. I was. I, yeah. I don't want to ever compare myself to a cat. It was cat like reflexes. Then don't. Yeah, take that back. Mark that. Scrap that. Strike that. Reverse that. Thank you, Nancy. Jake, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and dive into this Jacoby Ellsbury stuff because it is. Well, we've been waiting for. Weird. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you, offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be, real ingredients, environmentally friendly, and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. Wow. Back from the break. Now we can finally talk about Ellsbury. Jacoby Smellsbury. 
Jake, what was his contract when he signed it? And can you refresh people the year in which he signed it and what the contract was? Jacoby Ellsbury. Native American. Yankee Yankee legend? Oh, he's going um, in the anals for sure. Uh, former first-round pick in 2005 of the Boston Red Sox out of Oregon State in Corvallis. He was signed by the Yankees um, to start the 2014 season. Um, he had two seasons where he had a 148 and 149 games, and 20 so 2014, 2016, 149, 148, and 2015, 2017, 111, 112. If you don't know what year it is, it's 2019. And Jacoby Ellsbury has not played uh, since 2017, where if you remember, he actually had a hot stick going into the playoffs. He might have DH'd a game. Him and Hicks were fighting for the Els, uh, for the center field spot, but they rolled with Hicks' defense. Um, Jim, you're my math guy. What's um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? What's 21 times 7 again? 21 times 7? Yeah. So we're at 21, 42. Dude, I don't know. That was rude. A hundred and was rude. 147. Yeah, all over it, my man. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Jacoby Ellsbury signed. I think it was seven years, like one one fifty-two with the buyout, something like that. Um, and it was a classic case of about five, six years ago, you gave contracts to guys knowing that the back end of them were going to suck. And the injury-prone Jacoby Ellsbury was no different. Um, it, it felt like we were taking away a star from the Red Sox team. We rolled it out, and uh, it became a disaster to the point that we essentially, you know, there was missing persons reports for Jacoby. Um, he'd show up to spring training and throw the ball around with Stump Merrill every year. I know that was your favorite event of every baseball season. Yep. Um, well, you're missing – you've skipped over some important stuff that I'm finding out about it. Sure. He was raised Mormon, and his mother is full-blooded Navajo. Yeah. That's very cool. His grandfather, who was Navajo, was a silversmith, and his grandmother was a rug weaver. His dad, Jim, is of English and German descent, so no zero Navajo. Right. His senior year of high school, Jacoby Ellsbury had a 537 batting average with 65 stolen bases. How many games could do you play in high school? Like 20 max? Oh, I think you could sneak up towards 30. I mean, he's got he averaged more than two stolen bases a game. He's quick. You you'd be surprised by his stolen base numbers with the Yankees. He actually swiped a good amount of bags. It's crazy. So anyway, the Yankees and Ellsbury are fighting. The Yankees took out insurance on Ellsbury, but the insurance only covered 2018, 2019. The insurance does not cover 2020. So the Yankees have been perfectly fine saying, okay, Jacoby. You you deal with those injuries at your own pace. If you're good to play, you come tell us. But no pressure, for real, zero pressure, because we're making, we're getting, you know, seventy percent of the contract is covered by insurance if you don't play. Now, 
It's not covered by insurance anymore. So the Yankees released him and are now saying, and you know what? We ain't going to pay you what we owe you, which I believe is what, $20 million, And there's a $5 million buyout for 2021. So it's like $25 million bucks. Yankees were like, nah, because they say he went to this special. You suck. Yeah, you suck, and we're mad at you. Yeah. And Stump doesn't have a friend anymore. They say that Jacoby Ellsbury went to this different doctor. Um, it's some weird clinic. The Progressive Medical Clinic, PMC in Atlanta. That focuses not on rehabilitating specific injuries, but on reducing inflammation in patients patients by identifying and treating its underlying causes. Like, I don't even understand what that means. So you're not going to fix me? You're just going to identify what's wrong with me? I don't care. Just fix me, would be what I would say if I was Jacoby Ellsbury. No, 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 no. Just make me good. I don't care why I'm bad. Just make me good. So the Yankees say that he went to them on his own and whatever they did messed him up even further and they don't want to pay for it because that is a violation of his contract to go to an outside uh, facility for doctors and treatment, all that stuff. Now there, there was some weird stuff, Jake, where the Yankees, when they found out he was going there, they reached out and made the progressive medical center in Atlanta signed something saying we're not giving him any drugs that are off limits uh, on the banned list. So the Yankees knew he was going there. So like that firework paperwork says they know he was going there. Um, Then it got, we got leaked that this place like that is a steroid place. And they come out and said, no, we're not. And then Jacoby's camp come out and said, no, the Yankees just leaked that they're a steroid place just to help their case even though it hurts their case. Because if it turns out that Jacoby Ellsbury did do steroids and he's not in violation of his contract, then the Yankees have to pay him out outright and he's dealt a suspension and all that. So it's a mess. It looks like the Yankees are trying to say fuck you and not pay him because they're mad at him and they're probably in the wrong and not going to win this battle. But it sure is weird. Feels like a Hail Mary by the Yankees. Yeah. Um, Why not? Feel... Feels like they've got a chance at this. Maybe something sticks and maybe they can short them a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like a, se- seems like an uphill battle that um, they decided they were going to let him go and they figured they might as well go down swinging. Um, <laughs> like we talk a lot about the Yankee family. I've said multiple times that like Cameron Maben is going to be welcome at every spring training until <laughs> the end of <laughs> end of days. Jacoby Ellsbury, not so much. <laughs> Um, what, so I don't know what it, I don't get is it, like, so this place is saying we didn't treat him for a work related injury. Well, then what did you treat Jacoby Ellsbury for? There's more injuries that we don't even know about. Cause we know about like yeah. 10, <laughs> like, what, did, what did you treat him for? If it wasn't for one of these 10 injuries that happened while trying to play, be a baseball player. It's going to be a tough one to get past the agents and the players. But what the Yankees are trying to do here is create a a you suck clause. It's like, hey, you you literally haven't played the past two seasons. Your body is broken. We don't want you here, and I don't think you don't want to be here. Like, there just should be a way that both sides can look at each other and be like, 
hey, let's just call this. It didn't work out. He says he's going to play. He says he has is in he intends to play in 2020. I'm expecting him to have the exact same season Troy Tulowitzki had. You think he's going to go to camp? He's going to always oh, having a good camp. He's having a good spring. He looks good, and then he, he looks refreshed. Refreshed, yeah. Well, he's been playing a lot of golf. I think one of the weirdest sagas going was the Ellsbury saga. I've got a question for you. I I like questions. Does it matter? Like, like, do you think the Yankees legitimately think they have a chance to win this case and that that will allow them to do more in free agency? Like, do you think that's, like, a genuine plan? Or do you think this is just the Yankees kind of giving a don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you? I think it's, like you said, just a Hail Mary. Like, hey, if we don't have to pay this, maybe this will work. Yeah. Or maybe they're like actually upset with Ellsbury. Maybe they really wanted him to come back and he didn't. There was a time in 2007-18 where they really could have used him over Shane Robinson. So maybe there is like a little bit of the Yankees that are like, hey, we know like this is a joke and you suck. But like, actually, dude, we could have used you a little bit over those last couple of years. There was a couple sporadic times where we could have actually used you. Yeah, just as a body, but yours is failing. Jacoby Ellsbury's last month as a New York Yankee in 2017. 103 plate appearances. He hit 337 with a 436 OBP and 912 OPS. Dale. Dude, what did he get hurt with in spring training in 2018? Just broken body. Hasn't his hip been, like, not attached to his body for the last two years? I used it floats around beside him, two feet to the right. Hipless. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, before you hit puberty. When we run into Jacoby, remind me to tell him, like, hey, let's dance, hip boy. Okay. Wow, that'll be wild. You think there's ever going to be like a tell-all book, like Ellsbury writes a book, and we find out what actually happened these last two seasons, and then it, it's like you realize that Ellsbury wrote this book, so it's just so fucking boring? Yeah, no, if anyone tried to write a book about Jacoby Ellsbury, they'd die of boredom while writing it. I think he's led an interesting life, like the Native American stuff, growing up on the reservation, you know, his mom's 100, like, I'm into that. The Mormon stuff, not as into it, but interesting. Maybe if he broke free, interested in that. And then number one pick, stud in high school, goes to the University of Oregon, World Series champ, all the gay rumors. Like, I am I think there's a juicy, juicy book. It's just the person we're talking about is kind of the blah. Nicknamed Tacoby Bellsberry, like Taco Bell. No one has ever nicknamed him that. I don't know, man. I, uh, it sucks. It sucks. There's like, okay. Uh, you ready for the is new there a segment? Good, is there a good memory? Is there a good memory of Ellsbury? Is there a good Jacoby Ellsbury memory? Yeah, that Grand Slam versus 
Baltimore in that huge comeback game. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, that was cool. There you go. Did it. Nice. All right, now let's go for a quick segment called Let's Check In with John Heyman. John Heyman said Monday on MLB Tonight that he thinks Cole will probably, in quotes, wind up on the West Coast or the East Coast. And while the Yankees are a possibility... Should we have gone to a break before this segment? Oh, sorry. We'll come back with this segment after this quick break. Teaser. Okay, welcome back after the break to our new segment called Let's Check In with John Heyman. John Heyman said Monday on MLB Tonight that he thinks Cole will, in quotes, probably wind up on the West Coast or the East Coast, and that while the Yankees are a, in quotes, possibility, they're not counting on it. Holy smokes, Heyman does it again. What have we learned here? We've learned that he (laughs) might be on the East Coast or the West Coast. The Yankees say... It's possible, but don't count on it. I honestly don't understand how he gets paid to speak those things. Jim, you're not going to like this, but I'm with Heyman here. I mean, hey, Heyman is very smart. Hard to be wrong when you never say anything. And I mean, yeah, I I just think... It's either East Coast, West Coast, or, I mean, there's a chance a team not on the coast emerges and could sign him. Yeah. Oh, don't rule out the mystery team. Do not rule out the mystery team. Damn, where do you think he got that? (laughs) He's got good sources. Who's your source on that? (laughs) Oh, what a dummy, dude. What a dummy. All right. Well, anyway, uh, there was a lot of more talk, and I think, oh, there was another segment I wanted to do. A lot of segments here called, uh, here's a quote I saw getting passed around that doesn't mean a thing. Hal Steinbrenner said they are leaving all options open. Which means nothing. See, I'm so I was a hundred percent with Heyman. I am calling total bullshit on Hal. Give me an option that you think isn't open. Bringing back Ellsbury. Okay. That's the door just... is closed on that. Yeah, I mean they kind of slammed it in his face. You're not gonna slam the door on someone's face and then. Invite him right back in. Like, I <laughs> I will bet all 10 toes that Jacoby Ellsbury is not re-signed by the Yankees. That's a huge, I, I'm there for it. It's a big bet. It's a big, all 10? Just bet one. All 10? There's no reason to bet all 10. Nine. Okay. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Hal Steinbrenner said all options are open for the Yankees. Uh, okay, so we're trading Judge. Hal, huh? Ooh. Huh? Have Have you considered 
signing hipless Jake Stordelli. Going to move Glaber behind the dish? Yeah. Hal, why don't you suit up, you bum? <laughs> I like you, Hal. <laughs> I like you, Hal. Shut up. Shut up about it. But yeah, just I hate all these quotes. There's like today. Oh, what are you? You know what, Hal? If, if Why don't you, you know, gather a bunch of money and just have, oh, why don't you get me and Jimmy and we'll just do work for you. And oh my God, you would just cover us in money. It oh, you would never show us that door's open. It's just one option, Hal. They're all open. I mean, just show me the options open. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people are saying it's not Hal. A lot of people. A lot of people. There's also a lot of scuttlebutt going on right now about coal. Like today, I was looking at it, and it was like all this stuff about the West Coast and coal, and and it's like. What happened? Where did all of this come from? Like one Boris told like five of his guys, hey, leak this. Oh, dude. And I love Cashman, but Cashman had some real good quotes as well on Anduhar. You want me to read them to you? You could read me the Anduhar quotes. The Yankees also signed some dude named Zach. He's a minor leaguer. Huge. I'll get, I'll get to that after. The Yankees entered the 2019 season expecting Miguel Andor to continue establishing himself as one of the best young third basemen in baseball. Um, Dude, where were these quotes I read? Okay, so Cashman went on the Michael K. show, said, I'm definitely getting a lot of interest in Miguel Andor. <laughs> and um, uh, Andor is an exciting young talent. But he said that Gio Urshela is the third baseman. He's like got it there. So here's a little scoop from Talking Yanks. Jake and I heard some hearsay and some rumors that the Yankees are trying to shop Andujar very hard right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they are knocking on doors. So when Cashman goes on Michael K. show and says, yeah, we're getting a lot of interest. I think that's his way of grease in the wheels for the people he's trying to trade Andujar to. So. Yeah, and I I know this is going to be a hot topic in Yankee Land and again, I'm I'm more than open to being wrong. Like I started the episode, I'm pretty good at being wrong and I I lead a life about that. I mean, Andujar has no value right now. Um he's coming off a major injury. He doesn't currently have a position in the field. So, yeah, would there be a lot of teams that would love to have Miguel Andujar for free to see if he could rake and they could find a spot for him? Yup. Are there a lot of teams that want to give up a significant piece to add Miguel Andujar to their mix right now? Nope. Um, what? Well, what team out there could use Andujar right now? I mean any any team with a DH spot spot yeah, so it's any a, team it's, it's AL any team that might be interested in moving him to first base or maybe there's a couple sadistic teams that are going to try him try him at third base. I keep saying sadistic and I don't use it right so I got to get rid of that. Well, it means like they worship the Satan. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of works but like it doesn't at all. Okay, so you're saying that Andujar needs to be traded to a satanic paw club. <laughs> <laughs> Crazier things, right? Um, 
I don't like. Could a team get themselves excited about Miguel Andujar? Yes. Like, look at his rookie season. <laughs> the numbers are insane, uh, hitting wise. So if you're, I don't know if if you've got a a person in your organization that's a third base whisperer or a first base whisperer, yeah, you could find a spot for do pretty easily. Um, but if you're the Yankees, they're going to ask for a return for the guy that had, what, 70, 75 extra base hits or whatever it was, um, and nobody's paying that price tag. Yeah. Why don't they trade him to uh, the Angels? They need a third baseman. They're they're testing out Thais. Hey, why not? Um, give Mike Trout a little help. Um, again, Miguel Andujar's 2018, 27 homers, 92 ribbies, hit 297 and 855 OPS, um, in his rookie season. So yes, I mean, so many teams could get excited about his bat, but I mean, you're getting, you're, once they start talking about everything else, you're losing money on him. I think they're going to keep him in the organization as a potential DH, first base, third base, and, you know, like we saw last year, an opportunity will arise. I agree. I mean, I, I we heard from people that we trust that they're shopping him pretty hard right now, but I think there's still, like, a price where Cash doesn't like selling low. And, I mean, get what if Miguel Andujar comes back? He can either play third base okay or... Uh, you know, he can play first base, and then there's this 30-home run, 300-hitter that we traded away for what? Um, you know, and it, it just doesn't make sense to trade him right now. So I just went through all of, like, the AL team's depth charts, Jake. That's quick. Yeah, it was quick. I'm fast. And I was just looking at third base. It's either you have a third baseman, Astros, A's, Blue Jays, uh, Indians, or like you have no interest in training for Andujar right now. Orioles, Tigers, White Sox have one. So really, what from my deep, deep, deep research that I just did, you got the Angels and the Rangers. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I like those two teams. Those are kind of fun fits if you if you think about it in the scope of baseball. But you could also say those lesser teams you mentioned. I mean, if they could get someone like Andujar for the right price and they could fix them, like there's a value play there. Yeah, I just don't think the Twins. Who's their third baseman? Sano. Yeah, uh, White Sox. I have yeah. no idea. Huh. Hmm? <laughs> okay and next okay. segment of the show Scene. is i believe we've covered everything we wanted to cover zach granite was the outfielder they brought in yeah so expect him to like play a role right he's next year's talk man do you think um, that like who is on the yankees 40-man roster that they put on there do you think nick nelson is going to Johnny Lasagna himself into an MLB debut? I think we're all in on your jury, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd have to... Still a lot to play out, Jim. Yeah, but the path to get to the big leagues is much easier once you're on the 40-man. And now Nick Nelson, a guy I'd never heard of, 
He's 23 years old. And you didn't listen last episode? I did, but like before that, I'd never heard of him. Okay. He did pretty well, Jake, in AAA. But no, I did well in AA. Now he's one step closer. Corey gets traded. Estevan Florial and five pitchers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's all that's, pitchers, right? That's that's baseball, Susan. Nice. Nice. All right, Jake. I think this ends this episode of Talking Yanks. Everyone enjoy. I feel, I feel like we owe the people something because it's been a little bit. Do we have a silly story or something we could share from the Easton event? Ramon Laureano was super cool. We saw Ramon Laureano's a friend. Yep. He asked me how I was so good at reading lips. And then I said, why did I get yours correct? And he said, you, well, yes. you said, let me, let me taste yours. Yes. And then we kissed. And then he said, I read his lips correctly in the video I made of him. He said, like, I like your videos. Uh, I said, oh, have I made one of you? And he said, two. <laughs> so that was cool. We liked Delino DeShields Jr. I wouldn't say he's a friend of the friend of the no, family, we but weren't, we like him. We weren't on his team, so no, we didn't get to chat. Saw him do a backflip, though. He uh, Delino DeShields did not like or he loved my bat flip, which was a kick, a kick to the bat. We are we are in a bat flip contest. Yeah, Dallas Braden is the goods. He's a good dude. Yeah. Ball of energy. Yeah, Dallas Braden's a nice guy. He was very nice. Uh, and he was throwing blitz balls. So we did a video where like I was hit, trying to hit blitz balls. And so is Jake. And oh, my Brandon. God. And it's like, oh, here's an ex MLB pitcher. Now let's give him basically a trick ball. Go try and hit him. It was dumb. Like, I, I was like, yeah, I know Dallas is throwing funky stuff, but I mean, I'll be able to foul something off. Like, no, I wasn't even close. I hit one. Um, really good. He said, here's normally I'm one. a I'm a yeah. Yeah. Normally I'm like a very competitive loser. Like normally in that situation, like Dallas Braden, you could, I could swing and miss on 150 pitches, but I'm waiting for 151. I saw six and I was like, Nope, no, thank you. Yeah. There's no reason for me to see this. Um, we saw, we shook hands with one famous person in LA. Can we say? Who? It's from a popular TV show. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we can say that. Um, let's technically we're not allowed shoot. to by law. We couldn't take a picture of them. Yeah, if any business deals get done there, you're not allowed to te- talk about them outside of there. Yeah, I guess not. Um, but we didn't do business with him, so we can share it. We didn't do business. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you saw someone in your office. Working a temp f- job. You might be familiar with that person. We said I'd um, BJ Novak. And Trevor Plouffe is a friend of the family. Yeah, Trevor Plouffe's awesome. He's going to come on to an episode of Talking Baseball very shortly, and uh, we should be doing some fun stuff with Ploofster. And I think we have winter meetings uh, set up, almost 100% good to go. We have flights and tickets. So Jake and I will be back at winter meetings uh, with the mics. Hopefully we can get a ton of interviews and have some fun. That happens December 8th. It's crazy. I'm here till the 1st, and I'm going back there for like a week. Michael K. asked me to go on Michael K. show when I get back, so that's cool. Nice. 
and then winter meetings. So yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. I'm trying to think if there's any other stuff. If you haven't watched our video with Coach Ballgame on YouTube, it might weird you out because it's like kind of wholesome humor. He's a coach for Little League, and he coached Jake and I as if we were Little Leaguers. And he was immediately mine and Jake's favorite person we met on this trip. He's uh, he's got a special energy to him. He's he's going to be the face of like MLB's upcoming youth program. That's that's not MLB's words. Those are my words. Um, it's uh, it's infectious. He's so passionate. It's awesome. Go check him out. Um, and yeah, I, I just following up what Jimmy said. I mean, we it's crazy times right now. Jimmy moved to the city. He took down the Houston Astros. <laughs> we were in LA doing business. Um, and a, and an Easton event. Uh, we're going to be going to winter meetings. Um, we're, I'm going to be eyeing moving to the city soon. We, we've got crazy times, so if we do miss an episode by a day or something, uh, be a little patient with us. You, you know we'll make it up to you guys on the back end a little bit, um, or I'll DM you like a, a picture of me flexing my calf or something, if that helps. Um, That's what you call it now? Ashfinger says what? Ashfinger says what? Um, so thanks everyone. Ha- happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Make sure to tell all your friends and family. Um, you know, a tradition like any other. Collect every iPhone at your Thanksgiving. Yep. And subscribe them to Talking Yanks, and leave a five star review on their behalf. And you know. That's just a Thanksgiving tradition around here that if you're new, you're obligated to do. Oh, my God. And it would be, I mean, this would be ultra fan stuff, but, like, if you left a review for Talking Giants, Talking Knicks, Last from the Past, oh, my God, what a hellacious day that would I got be. your phone now, Grandma. I'm downloading all the podcasts. Like, okay. Okay, don't care. Don't care, grandson. Okay, grandma. Five stars. And now you're following em- Emily Rajakowski on Instagram, grandma. What? Oh, she's pretty. All right. All right. Thanks for talking Yanks with us for a little bit. Uh, thank you to Jacoby Ellsbury for all the memories, which really in turn was just one that we remembered. So thank you for that memory. And good luck in your future endeavors and enjoy writing the book. Try to make it not as boring as it seems. Goodbye. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.